What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and this episode is yet another Q&A episode where I answer your questions and teach you what you want to know. Because like I said multiple times, this podcast is tailored for you. I want to provide you with as much value as possible and arm you with the tools that you need to achieve success with your nutrition. So this episode doesn't require much of an intro since obviously it's a Q&A. So with that being said, if you guys enjoyed it, if you guys were able to take away one to two valuable pieces of information, go ahead and share on your story, tag me, and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. But with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening, and let's get into the questions. All right, so the very first question is, what if I train early in the morning? I'm assuming you're asking what should you eat if you train early in the morning. So with that being said, the short and simple answer is you don't have to eat. So if you're training at 530 in the morning and you don't feel like getting up at four to get your pre-workout in like 60 to 90 minutes beforehand, you don't have to. You can totally get by on a fasted workout in the morning, especially if you had a solid dinner the night before and that dinner was filled with plenty of protein and specifically carbohydrates because that's what's going to fuel your workout. That's what's going to fuel your workout in the morning. So if you had that taken care of, there's no real need to worry too much about getting a pre-workout meal um, in in the morning. But with that being said, if you feel better having something in your system, whether it's a light meal, um, whether it's like a piece of fruit, whether it's a shake with uh, protein, and carbs. If you feel better with something in your system, then by all means, you can totally do that. And in that case, I would recommend something like a piece of fruit, like a banana, like a banana, simply because overnight, the glycogen stores in your liver get depleted. And the carbs that we get from fruit are going to largely be stored in the liver. So it can be helpful to have like a piece of fruit upon wake, like in the morning before your workout. So that way you can replenish that liver glycogen. Because like I said before, if you had a proper dinner the night before, your muscle glycogen is already pretty much topped off. So whatever you have before that workout isn't going to really go towards your muscle glycogen much. But having that piece of fruit can help. And then obviously some sort of protein source. Odds are you don't want to have like some fucking chicken breast or something like for breakfast at like 4.30 in the morning. Unless you do, then by all means, go ahead. But if you're just looking for a quick protein source, I would just go with like whey protein or plant-based protein if you don't tolerate whey. Um, that way it's, it digests quickly and it'll help um, to maintain muscle. And if you're looking to really maximize every bit of gains that you can during that workout in the morning, then yeah, I would probably recommend getting a pre-workout shake in whether it's with whey protein, like I just mentioned, or a carb solution like highly branched cyclic dextrin, which is a carb solution that is pretty quickly digested. So it can actually go directly towards fueling that workout. Um, so those are things that I would keep in mind. The biggest thing for morning workouts is making sure that your post-workout nutrition is on point, especially if you're going into the workout fasted that's when post-workout nutrition becomes paramount. Because, yeah, the reality is that anabolic window that, su that supplement companies, the cell protein powders and all that shit, like want to make you believe is a thing, really isn't that much of a thing 
but it becomes a bit more important if you're training fasted in the morning simply because you won't have eaten for quite some time before that workout. So that's where getting that meal in post-workout is super, super, super important. And not to say that you have to get it in with like 15 minutes of your workout or else your gains are gone, but I would recommend getting it in within an hour, two hours max. Like if you got to drive to work or something right after you work out, then maybe you can get by on two hours. But I wouldn't go more than two hours after that morning workout without getting something in your system. And as far as what you should be eating post-workout, um, wow, that was really loud. Um, I would recommend getting some sort of protein source and carb source. And for the carb source, this is when I would recommend starchy carbs, like white rice, sweet potatoes, white potatoes, brown rice, etc. Starchy carbs in that situation, simply because for the reason like we mentioned before, the carbs that you get from starches are going to largely be going towards your muscle glycogen, whereas the carbs that you get from fruit are largely going to be stored in your liver. So after your workout, you want to replenish that muscle glycogen, so it's important to get those starchy carbs in. So the overarching answer to that question is, if you don't feel like eating, if you don't have an appetite, if you don't have time before your workout in the morning, it doesn't really matter if you're not going to make or break anything. But if you're looking to maximize every ounce of muscle gain, every ounce of performance that you can, then you might want to go for uh, like a protein or like a protein shake, either whey protein or plant-based. Um, and then a carb source, like either a piece of fruit, like a banana or highly branched cyclic dextrin can also be, also be a good option. But like I said, post-workout nutrition is going to be the most important in this case. So hopefully that, hopefully that answered that question. And now let's move on to the next one, which kind of builds off this one, um, which is, is it that important to eat breakfast? The, the simple answer is no, not really. Like if you don't eat breakfast, it's not going to make or break anything. Like, the whole breakfast is the most important meal of the day thing is kind of BS. It comes down to preference. If you enjoy breakfast and you enjoy eating a bit, eating quite a bit in the morning, by all means do it. If you don't enjoy eating breakfast or if you don't have time to prepare something in the morning, if you just feel better on um, going, starting your day fasted, then by all means you can skip breakfast. The biggest and most important thing to take into consideration is your overall daily calorie and macro intake. So if that's equated for then whether or not you eat breakfast doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, if, you, if you're able to get your calories in later in the day without an issue, then you don't have to eat breakfast. But with that being said, especially for people looking to put on muscle or for people that are going through a reverse diet and increasing their calories, I probably would recommend eating breakfast simply because it will make it easier for you to hit your calorie goal throughout the day. Whereas if you're in a dieting phase and a fat loss phase, it might be it might be helpful to skip breakfast and do sort of an intermittent fasting protocol. So that way you feel like you're eating more later in the day. Like if you're eating larger meals later in the day, that kind of makes you feel more satiated and full. And that can help um, in a fat loss phase for sure. But even in a fat loss phase, you don't have to intermittent fast. You can totally eat breakfast. And a lot of people do prefer to eat breakfast. And I think that last statement really just sums it up. Like if you prefer to eat breakfast and you enjoy it, eat it. 
if you don't enjoy it, like if you're just like, oh, like I, I just really don't want to eat breakfast, then don't. Just make sure that your daily total calorie intake and your daily total um, intake for each of the three macros is under control and equated for, and you'll be in a very, very good spot. So hopefully that answered that question. So let's move on to the final question, which is, I keep finding myself with weird amounts of each macro left at the end of each day. How do I avoid, how do I avoid this? So what I'm assuming like you mean is like when you get to the end of the day and you had dinner, but you have like 15 grams of fat left, five grams of carbs and no protein left. Like what do you do in that situation? And then you got to play what's called food Tetris and try to fit everything in. So you hate your macros. And that can be pretty frustrating and that will probably happen to a lot of people that are like just starting out. And even like, even if you're more experienced, I know this happens to me sometimes. Um, and unfortunately, like sometimes I'll end up with like, not so much anymore, but I, so I would sometimes end up with like 15 or so grams of fat left in the day with like nothing else, like no carbs, no protein. And that is when you take olive oil shots. So how to avoid taking olive oil shots at the end of the day is simply to plan ahead. Like if you have a, at least have a general idea of what you're going to be eating going into the day, if you want to make sure that you're hitting your numbers and you're not going to end up in that situation, then I would log your food ahead of time. This is what I have a lot of my clients do, and they see a lot of success with it. They'll log their food the night before. I wouldn't recommend waiting till the morning of to log your food for the day simply because in the morning we're often a little bit more rushed. Probably easier to tell yourself that, oh, I don't have time to do this right now. Let's figure it out later. Whereas if you take the time to do it at night, it'll take you like five, maybe 10 minutes, but your whole rest of your whole next day is going to be set up for you. So it really just comes down to planning ahead and also the experience factor of it. So as you, as you track more and more, as you log more and more, it'll be easier to avoid those types of situations. Like now I don't, I don't really find myself with weird, awkward amounts of fat in carbs and protein left at the end of the day. So one, because I kind of plan ahead, like not going to lie. I don't, I don't plan ahead the night before. Um, but again, like I kind of know a little bit about this stuff. So it's a bit easier for me to track on the fly, but for someone just starting out and yeah, for someone just starting out, I would definitely, definitely recommend tracking the night before. Like I said, a lot of my clients see success with that. Um, and the biggest thing to realize is that by logging the night before, you're not bound to have those foods. Like it's not, you're not bound by contract. You can totally switch things up. And I would argue that it makes it easier to switch things up because you have your log and that way you can just swap things out and be done with it. Whereas if you're trying to track on the fly, it's kind of like, oh, like, is this going to fit? Is this going to fit? Whereas if you just plan ahead, you won't have that issue. So that is what I would recommend to avoid those awkward sorts of situations. And once in a while, it's bound to happen. And in that type of situation, like let's say you end up in the, in the situation where it's 15 grams of fat and like nothing else left. Do you have to take an olive oil shot? Not, necess- not necessarily. In that case, if you're not, if you're not trying to, if you're not trying to take shots of fucking olive oil, um, then I would recommend just figuring out how many calories you have left and then just eating something that fits those calories. 
because the reality is the overall calorie intake for the day is the biggest driver of whatever change you're after. And it's not as important to make sure that like, Oh, like every like you're on the, on the money for every macro. I'd rather see you get the calories in and just make sure you get the calories in and stay within the calories rather than nitpick every little macro. Of course, on a daily basis, you don't want to be doing this. You want to be pretty consistent with your numbers, but like once in a while, if you find yourself in that sort of situation, that solution can be pretty helpful. So instead of taking like an olive oil shot, you do like a rice cake with a little bit of almond butter. Like, yeah, it's carbs and I'm probably going to go over my carbs and be under my fat, but my calories are still equated for. And that's the biggest, most important thing to remember. So hopefully that helped. I know this episode was pretty quick. I usually keep these Q&As pretty quick, short and sweet. I know my guest interviews tend to be a little bit longer. So let me know how you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you have any questions that you want to hear on the next Q&A, which will be next week, releasing next Friday. This one's going to be dropping. Well, I, mean, I don't even know why I'm telling you guys when this one's going to be dropping because if you're listening to this, it already dropped. But excuse me. Um, the next Q&A will be dropping next Friday. Next guest interview will be dropping next Wednesday, as always. And like I said, let me know if you have any questions. I want to make sure that I'm putting out as much valuable, relevant content for you that I can. Um, Because, yeah, I can talk about nutrition all day and be, like, super interested in it. But I want to make sure that I'm putting out content that's going to benefit you. And it's going to benefit your situation, help move you towards your goals. So be sure to let me know if you have any questions. I'll answer your question. Like if you shoot me a DM, I'll always answer your question in the DM, but then I'll also answer it in the podcast because the reality is that if you have a question, odds are several other people have that same question. And by asking that question, you're helping all those other people as well. So I'll answer on the podcast and they'll be like, oh, okay. Whereas if you just kind of keep it to yourself, you don't get that question answered and neither does anyone else. So with that being said, definitely make sure to reach out and ask any questions that you do have. Um, but if you enjoyed the episode, it would mean a lot to me if you took a screenshot, shared it on your Instagram story and tagged me in it. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. If you learned one or two things throughout the course of the episode, um, let me know. And like I said, let me know what you want to hear next on the podcast. But with that being said, thank you so, so much for listening. It's been awesome to see the support on the podcast so far. And I'm really looking forward to where I'll be taking it in the future. But thank you guys again for listening, and I will catch you guys on the next episode.